Amy, Amy, press X. Amy, Amy, press X. Press X to start the talk nerdy to me, baby. Press X. You didn't charge the controller. Oops. It's games today. Wow! It's games. If you can't, if you don't know already, uh, it's Casey's birthday. Yeah. Sort of. A couple days after. Yeah. And so, every time for birthdays, we've kind of come up with the thing of they get to pick the topic that they really want to talk about. Games. Video games, which you did not get for your birthday this year. No, I work at a place where I have access to them, and buying games for me is a no-no. Yeah. I'm going to do it for myself. I know. It's like, unless I told him, unless you specifically ask me to get you a specific game for your birthday, I am not going to get you games. You kind of did. What did I do? You kind of got me a game. Oh, that's true. Casey got some D&D books. Yes. Which you can see on his Instagram. The grandfather of RPGs. The OG RPG. Ooh. Ooh. Letters. So, yeah, I figured we'd just talk about some of the games that influenced. Influenced? Influenced? In the games that influenzas. <laughs> well, I mean, they are like an infection. You get you get hit and then they just multiply. And I never recovered. No, Casey never got his shots. Uh, but this is not about anti-vaxxing or vaxxing or no. any of that stance. This Unless it's in a game, like Trauma Center. Oh, yeah. Or uh, Red Dead. Ah, yes. Uh, but, yeah, I figured we'd just kind of go through games that shaped us in our childhood and uh, some of the stuff we're doing now. Yeah. So. We have very different paths of uh, games. So I'm hearing. I'm looking forward to hearing a bit. I just got a vague, like, ooh, we played very different things. Well, it's because, so Casey's talked a lot in the time that I've known him, which is, you know, getting longer and longer and longer. Uh, is that how time works? Yeah, it's weird. Huh. Um, so he's talked a lot about, like, the games he played as a kid, and he owns a lot of them. Like, he still has a lot of them. Some of them are in this room. <laughs> yes, indeed. And so for me, I didn't play a lot of console as a kid. Like, I had one thing, and I played certain things on it, but then most of my... Didn't play a lot of console? Yes, sorry. I, I did not play console. <laughs> <laughs> no, I played PC. Uh, and I played a lot of the stereotypical uh, young girl games. As a kid, I did play some like point and click stuff that were really fun. Yeah, I played like, some. There was an Ace Ventura one that I've been thinking about a lot lately, actually, that I want to find. Uh, the the problem uh, with those though is that a lot of them aren't compatible with computers anymore. Yeah, but we're gonna talk about all that kind of stuff, and I forgot to put one on my list, but I will look up the name of it because I forget. Well, I'll go since you're talking about that. I will do my limited uh, PC stuff. Sure. And because I was, I remember playing the Hercules game a lot, but I never got past like the second level when you fight the centaur mm -hmm. dude. Um, I used to play that a lot. And uh, the there was like an interactive point and click uh, Casper game that Ooh. was really fun. It was like an interactive book and it had yeah. like puzzles and stuff. Uh, it was really fun. And uh, I had a... Very large obsession with small soldiers for a while, and I had two computer games for that. That one was one of the first. Um, well, it wasn't. It it was like a point and click because you like click to where they move, but you had like a certain amount of characters. Mm -hmm. uh, 
like a certain amount of lives and you could pick each character or whatever. Uh, it was like one of the first strategy games I remember playing. Ooh. But it was cool. I eventually beat it. It was it was a hard game. It was not easy. Uh, but as I got older, I eventually went back and beat it. And then there was like a an interesting little fighting game because like you could eventually like when you would do enough damage to one of their body parts like the arm would pop off and you could hit them with their own arm oh my gosh until they explode that's interesting it was actually a really fun uh thing because you could pick up like stuff from the environment like you could pick up a bar of soap when you were fighting in the bathroom (laughs) and hit people with it it was a really fun game i i can see why you liked it well that one was really fun and really addicting because you could like customize mm-hmm. parts and like get better defense and that kind of stuff uh if you don't know this already i like upgrading and leveling and that sort of stuff no casey is like the epitome of completionist ah yes i am always going for the platinum trophies yes he gets all of the trophies and will go through everything and it's it's interesting to just see him like just keep doing something until he gets the trophy. I need my one hundred percent. That's not me. Unless it's something I know I can't get, and then I don't try. Like what? Uh, well, I thought about because like I like the Resident Evil games. There's one that's like The Evil Within, mm-hmm. which is made by the same creator as Resident Evil Four, and uh, and I quickly decided not to go for that. Uh, platinum because it requires you to beat it on like the i think it's called like the you the trophies like you ask for this it's like uh like the akumi difficulty or something or it's like one hit kills and you're just like no i haven't even beaten the game because it's really hard uh but i was just like nope like i can tell by the trophy list if there's something even one trophy i'm like nope that's impossible i don't go for it (laughs) makes my life easier I, i mean it's good to know that you have like a bar yep and if i know that i can't jump that bar I do not attempt it. <laughs> so, what were, like, the big influencer games for you as a kid? Uh, one of the biggest ones was GoldenEye 007. I played the crap out of that. It got me really into James Bond. And uh, as I've probably mentioned on here before, my family's a big James Bond family. Mm-hmm. Uh, we all were very into it. And that game was, like, the defining shooter for a long time for me um i was obsessed with the the structure of the final level on it and uh yeah it was just it 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 was probably the most influential uh shooter game that i've ever played i was obsessed with it and it was might have been my first shooter game actually oh okay uh i don't know when i started playing shooter I think that was it might have been my first one it's definitely the first one I can remember and so yes the influence is strong with this one yes I think the first shooter game I ever played was Duck Hunt because my sister had it ah yes like the like the classic original Duck Hunt yes they haven't really like remade it or anything there's Duck Hunt VR which is weird (laughs) it's a weird game I don't I don't want it I don't like it uh I mean, you might like it because it's weird, like it's twisty, like it's not the game you expect. I just like the giggling dog that... That's the entire focus of that game. (laughs) So, (laughs) depends on you. Um, Like, for consoles and stuff like that, I had a Nintendo 64, and I played Pokemon Stadium, 
and Let's Go Pikachu and Pokemon Snap. Those you mean, were... You mean Hey You Pikachu? Yes, Hey You Pikachu. Sorry. I'm thinking of the, the current game. I'm like, did you, did you break the space-time continuum? Yes. But no, I, I played Hey You Pikachu that had the weird little like styrofoam like, yep. mic on it that only kind of worked. I remember playing that at my friend's house once, and he had the the Pikachu N64, and that game blew my mind. I was like, whoa, what? it like does what you say sometimes. <laughs> but only sometimes. Um, but yeah, so those were the only, like, those kind of games that I played was Pokemon. And then I had a Game Boy in which I played Pokemon Red, and then I had American Ashley game I never finished. <laughs> I forget what it was, but it was whenever they were in like their short hair phase. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you didn't know, I'm older than Casey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did. Po- I had Pokemon Red and Blue, and then I got Gold, and I played the crap out of Gold mm. so much. Okay. That's the. I think that's the only time I've ever technically got a Pokemon to level 100. Oh wow! Because I would always like start over and just. Yeah do a different thing and pick a different starter or whatever but yeah that one i had a level 100 pokemon what one typhlosion uh that makes sense yeah with you makes sense. typhlosion yeah uh but another like big game for me as a kid i mean most of them were on n64 like i had the the nes and the super mario brothers 3 i did all that super nintendo um and i went back uh like two years ago, and uh, not quite two years ago, for Christmas, and try to play. Um, I, I played on my Super Nintendo and tried to get past the second level of The Lion King. And as an adult, still unable to beat it. That game, man, that one and Aladdin were both super hard. I had the. So I. My parents, well, my mother, was very big on like. Let me give you presents when I pick you up from Parent Pickup. So I got a lot of the um, one-game handheld things. And I had one for, I think, Lion King. And then I think my friend got one for Aladdin. And I had a Barbie one. And I had something else. And I don't remember what it was. But I had that. And the Lion King one was so hard. Yeah. I, I don't had know, Little Mermaid. I don't know why they made the kids' games so difficult back in the day. But they really they did. They really did. Well, speaking of, like, kids' games, so I went through a thing where I played a lot of PC games as a child, and then a little bit into being a teenager, then I did, like, nothing, and then I got older and started playing, like, more more in-depth games. So, as a kid, uh, most of my gaming was when we got, like, our first ever family computer, we ended up getting a bunch of games. And at that point, I was, like, in elementary school and very, very obsessed with Barbie. Like, hella obsessed with Barbie. Um, I don't believe you. I mean, I've told you about how I made a spice bus for my Spice Girl Barbies. Um, So I had all the Barbie detective games, and I had the Barbie sports, and I had some other one, and then I had Rugrats games. So I had the Rugrats mystery game, which was really annoying. So that one and the Barbie detective game always would crash. So I don't remember if I ever finished them, but I just remember playing them all the time and getting to like certain spots and it would just always crash. I remember so depressed. I never owned it, but my neighbor had it. And uh, so you'll be prepared to hear about him a lot because we would always 
play games together. Uh, but he actually ended up getting a copy of the the Rugrats Scavenger Hunt game, mm-hmm. the board game on uh, N64. That was really fun. And I remember renting from Blockbuster uh, the Rugrats in Paris video game. That was actually really fun. Yeah. It was kind of like a miniature open world yeah, kind of a yeah, thing. Yeah. It was pretty cool. All the ones I had were mostly point and click. And then I had, I looked it up. It was, um, it was the Rugrats game that was called... Let me pull that up for you. Uh, totally Angelica Boredom, where it was just like doing really random stuff that was just like keep these children busy <laughs> kind of games. Um, otherwise, that life. Yeah. yeah. Um, and those were the ones like I played as like a little kid when I was like by myself a lot because once we got a home computer, I stopped wanting to be social. Um, but when I got older. Did you not use your aim? Instant messenger. I didn't have friends for a lot, like a lot of time, um, but I did have one friend who she would always so she would go to school with us. So her mom, because her mom worked really early in the morning, so she would get dropped off at my house in the morning, and we would play games together. And so we played like Need for Speed a lot, and because you could race each other on the computer, as well as like just doing it backwards, so we could go explore all the little worlds that were there. And I very heavily remember the, like, Himalayas level, where we would just try to see who could fly off the bridge fastest. Um, Otherwise, we played the first two Harry Potter games, which I still, to this day, like, I love those games. They were so fun. Um, Chamber Secrets and... uh, Sorcerer's Stone? Yeah. I had that one for Game Boy Advance. We had... I had the PC. So we would make it... What I realize now is stupidly complicated, but then it wasn't, which was one of us would control the feet, the other one would control the wand, and we would play the entire game that way. Hmm. Uh, I remember when I finally beat the Game Boy Advance game, uh, it was pretty, it was, it was, wasn't that hard after getting past the Hagrid's hut level, for whatever reason, that was the hardest one. Um, but I realized that the ending changed because I didn't have enough points, and so... It was like, Slytherin wins the house cup. And I was like, what? what? And then the game ended. <laughs> I was like, what is this? Yeah. Crap. Yeah. Go Slytherin. Go Slytherin. It's not how it happened in the movie. Yeah, or well, the in book. the movie, Albus is a jerk. And is like, let me show favoritism. Also didn't happen in the book either. Also, Albus going, let me show favoritism. I know nothing of what you're speaking of. Uh, I love those books. It's still favoritism. So another uh, PC games I remember I played a lot, which this one I ended up breaking the game. And by breaking the game, I mean I figured out a way to just win. Hack it? No, but it was just like, it was easy to, Mm -hmm. like I would pick the same people all the time. It was backyard football. Did you play any of the backyard games? No. But you know what I'm talking about? I do know what you're talking about. It was like kid versions of uh, of celebrity sports players. I, I know, because I remember um, there was those and there was like the Jumpstart games all mm-hmm. in the same like block of games when you would buy them. Yeah, so the only one I ever had was uh, Backyard Football. And I remember uh, I printed out the thing because I won... Because if you win, if you go through the season and you win and go through the playoffs, you get to uh, go to the super colossal cereal bowl. Oh my gosh. 
<laughs> it was great. But yeah, I I figured out how to win that game like by a lot. Oh my goodness. Like I would have like uh, almost a hundred points, which is a lot in football, and they would have like seven. <laughs> oh my god, you were just like the OP team. Yeah, well, because I always picked like the best people. There were like certain people that was just like, yeah, if you're gonna play, pick them because mm-hmm. they could do stuff. And they had like silly things where you could like bounce on a spring and jump over the team and like disappear and pe- appear farther down the field and that sort of stuff. They had little special ones you and could you do. Told sometimes. me you weren't a sports guy. Your played, hidden pass is being revealed. I played a game where you could jump over the team with the spring and make your way to the super colossal cereal bowl. I'm fine. Still sports. Um, and then I had a pirate game where you had like an actual like physical ship and then you put the people on the thing and it would show up in the game. It was like one of the first like yeah, yeah. one of those like toys to life games and it was a pirate ship thing. I had the Pirates of the Caribbean game that I could never play because my computer would always crash. Apparently, we just need a new computer. Yeah, I'm seeing a, <laughs> a pattern. Um, otherwise, when it comes to those kind of things, I played a lot of Nancy Drew games, but I don't know how many of them I remember finishing because they're stupid hard. Um, they are like, even if you play them as an adult, the puzzles are so difficult sometimes, or they just take so long that like you get annoyed but i remember really liking them as a kid anyway they were super fun um i'm trying to think if there's anything else that's in that line of thinking well i can't think we can't talk about childhood games and not mention uh for me at least mario kart and mario 64 and uh star fox because there was a thing i this is a memory i still have and i laugh at myself now about it um so my dad and i would play games together and Mm -hmm. He was always... It's funny. There was a time where my dad was the good player. Was the better gamer? Yes. And I was not. But I remember getting to... I was up one morning and playing Star Fox. I got to the second level. And I got to the boss. And the boss frightened me because he could, like, take down your health really easily. Mm -hmm. And um, I would always give him the controller to my dad at that point. Um, But... I went in my dad's room and he was asleep. And I was like, Dad, Dad, you gotta help me. I met the boss in the second level in Star Fox. You gotta help me. And my dad, I remember him being like half asleep. Cause he's like, Ugh. And he just like half-heartedly was like, You can do it. I believe in you. You got this. And so I was like, Okay! And so I went and then I beat it. <laughs> and forevermore you were like, I can do this! Yes, and thus started the trend of... Me beating the things that my dad got stuck on. <laughs> oh, goodness. I know we had a uh, Mario Kart, but when it came to my like my household, my dad never was into games. My sister had like the old school Mario stuff, and she's the one who had like Duck Hunt and all that. And I know that my mom really liked Mario and all of those things, but I don't remember doing that part a lot. But I do remember Mario Kart. I think that and Need for Speed are why I really like racing games. Mm-hmm. But I'm, uh, the other thing to mention is, um, there, and this is just like a side note, we had a movie theater that had like all the arcade games out front. Any of those racing games, I want to play. I will always do it, especially if they have a thing you can sit on. Yeah. I am always so game, because <laughs> I game. love them. I'm to so game. game to game and race. <laughs> uh, so, 
Another game I have to mention, because it's my favorite game of all time. I know this. Yes, and uh, I was actually the one to beat it. And, like, there were several points where we would get get to the boss, and my dad couldn't beat it, and I would beat it, and ended up surpassing him. And that's when he kind of, like, stopped playing games as much, and that's when I just kind of took over. Uh, but The Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time. Whoa. My favorite game. I know. The you made end. a video about that. Yes, I did. You should watch it. Yeah. Uh, spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, that game is... I, I, I will not go on and on about it because I want to talk about other games today. But, uh, yes, that game is perfection. I remember um, renting it, and I couldn't even get out of the first place because I couldn't find where the sword was because you need a sword and shield to uh, be allowed to go to the first, mm -hmm. uh, temple, and, uh, then my dad got me a strategy guide, which has probably the coolest strategy guide cover I've ever seen, um, and then I was, I looked at it, and I was like, oh, this is where you go to find the sword, whoops, and then the rest is history. And thus, Casey became a fan for life. Yes, uh, that's why my current D&D &D campaign is Legend of Zelda. I said that I had nothing to do with it. I was just asked, hey, do you want to be in a Legend of Zelda campaign? And I yeah, said yes immediately. <laughs> you were like, I yesed. I yesed. I yesed my way right over yes, there. Yes, and. <laughs> so, what, if we're going to transition into like games we liked further down the line, I should mention like the one that really brought me back into games, which was Portal. I love Portal so much. It It is probably my favorite game of all time. Portal and Portal 2. Like, I, I will lump them together. Portal led me back into games. And it's it has everything I want in games, which is, like, I love puzzles. I love fun and characters. And I like, like, plot that you discover along the way without it being, like, a complete, like, overwhelming amount of stuff. And so I, like, I love Shell. I love GLaDOS. I love Wheatley. All of them, like, it's it's a game that will just make me happy. Uh, I remember when I, I got my 360 for Christmas one year, and the first game that I bought for it was the Orange Box. And I tried out Half-Life 2 a little bit. Uh, couldn't play the Orange Box because I didn't have internet or Xbox Live. And so I was like, I'm going to try this other game, Portal. Mm -hmm. the yeah. Yeah. The history of Portal is just so interesting to me because it was like this game that was being developed by these uh, like college people that then got sent to that and got hooked up to Half Life. Oh my god! So uh, I remember when I got my 360 for Christmas uh, one year. The first game that I technically bought for it was the Orange Box which I played Half-Life 2 for a little bit and then just played this little game called Portal. So, uh, I remember... <laughs> I remember Kitty! No, you, I did not have you yet. This was when I first got my 360. Uh, and the first game that I bought was the Orange Box. And so I played Half-Life 2 a little bit and then tried this little game on there called Portal. Portal! Portal. Portal just changes your life, man. Yeah. It has all of the best characters and just everything I like. But you know how Valve is incapable of counting to three. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I think we had an episode about, like, sequels. I still yeah. hold that hope for a Portal 3 someday. I mean, you finally got Kingdom Hearts 3. Yes, and that took 14 years, almost. I so. don't know when, I don't remember when Portal 2 came out. Uh, I think it was, like, 2011, something like that. Maybe. Something like that. Excuse me. Um, so, I know you're pretty much caught up to modern games, but I still have to, some catching up to do. <laughs> uh, and so, another like really big one for me was Kingdom Hearts, as you just mentioned. Yeah, ha, ha, segue. Ha. Yes, I saw a commercial for this game that combined anime stuff with Disney, and I was hooked. And I played so much of that game, and the second one. Like, I, it's one of my favorite game series and yeah i'm trying to keep it short because i have a lot of influences and i'm trying not to fall into a trap where i could talk about something forever because the game changed my life well we can always come back to games at some point here have a kitty just like kitties come and go yes there she goes (laughs) Uh, but i know your list is longer than mine yes oh yes of course banjo kazooie uh, Banjo is a bear who has claws, just like Kitty does, and she is scratching on, on those. Uh, but Banjo-Kazooie was another game on the N64 I played the crap out of, uh, and I did everything you could possibly do in that game. Uh, and it was just so much fun, and I, I know that they, they did a game on the 360, uh, but I'd love to see Banjo back in his good old-fashioned self again someday. Ooh. That'd be cool. I don't know if we'll ever get it, but it would be very nice. Very nice. Yes. Love me some Banjo-Kazooie. Uh, another one was that I got one of the, the first games I bought for the PS2 moving up. Uh, so I got Kingdom Hearts, and I didn't have a memory card, so the next day I had to go get a memory card, and I got some games. And I got Dark Cloud and Jack and Daxter. Oh, I know you and Jack and Daxter. Oh, yes. And thus started my deep, deep, deep love for Naughty Dog games, <laughs> which I'll get to more of those later. But, yes, indeed. Uh, just had to mention the switch from Jack 1 to Jack 2, whereas I was getting older, those games decided, oh, we're not going to do the cutesy thing anymore. We're going to go dark, and our protagonist is going to talk, and he's gonna have a bit of an edge to him and a goatee and yeah how fancy jack 2 was really hard but it was might be the my favorite of the of the trilogy uh jack 3 was also really really good um but they also made a game i have to shout out jack x Mm -hmm. which was a racing game that they did and it solidified with a few notable exceptions i pretty much only play racing games that have a gimmick to it, like Mario Kart, or like, you know, where you can hit people with stuff, or blow them up, and that sort of thing. Oh, Mario Kart. Yeah. Oh, everything that lets you explode your friends. So, I never had a PlayStation 1, so uh, they're doing Crash Team Racing, which was the PlayStation version of Mario Kart, essentially. Uh, Some, yes. I think one of the characters is a cat. I'll look into that for you, uh, <laughs> but I'm definitely getting that when that comes out. But uh, yeah. Um, as a random PC game that I played when I was older, 
There was a game called uh, Call of Cthulhu, which is you play a detective. If you can tell, most of my PC games are mystery-based. Um, you play a detective who's going around trying to figure out what's happening in the town called Ismith. And it was my intro to all things Lovecraft. And despite the fact that I cannot say I'm a fan of Lovecraft as a human being, because he was a very messed up, awful man, um, his imagination when it came to like design and all that for epic elder gods and unimaginable horrors was very interesting and so I that influenced where my brain started to develop storylines yes kitty Cthulhu I think you would so like him is that a storyline where people get clawed to death no usually they just go insane but it was like my intro to that and so it left a big mark uh, in my brain about how horror can happen so speaking of uh so i had this thing there's this kind of like running joke with my neighbor and myself is like if if i couldn't beat something mm -hmm. if i get stuck on something if i brought it over to his place and played it there i would somehow be able to beat it and the biggest case in point was resident evil 4 which is another one of my favorite games ever although i almost I got so mad at the beginning because I couldn't get past it, and I wanted to take it back because I was I was so angry at it. And I was like, I hate this game, I hate it. Mm -hmm. I can't get past this stupid part. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna give it one more shot. I'm gonna take it to Ryan's house. I'm gonna see if I can beat it. And I managed to get past it, but uh, I was running around, running away from a dude with a chainsaw trying to kill me, and both him and I were just in his room, just screaming. We were, we were both just like. And he was like, run, Casey, run! I'm like, I'm running! Because eventually, uh, the people leave you alone. Mm -hmm. uh, after like a certain amount of time of running and fighting and stuff. And from then on, it became one of my favorite games. But that, that beginning, man, they have a tradition of making the beginning of their games really hard. I've only ever played a Resident Evil game once. It's whatever one has the giant fish in, the dead fish in a pond that you must fight. That's four. Yeah. That made me hate that game, and I did not try to beat it. I stopped. Apparently, if you, uh, before you fight it, if you shoot at the water a bunch, it, like, pops out and kills you. Oh my gosh. If you're like, I'm gonna mess with this thing, because I already know it's there, it's like, nope, gobble. <laughs> well, you want to know a game that has something that pops out of a lake that's really nice to you? Undertale. Oh. I really liked Undertale. It was one of the uh, RPGs that, like, I I was one of those ones who fell in love with the characters and was like, oh, my feels, and all that. And they have the little uh, lake monster that pops out and just wants to be your friend. And is all like, hey, I'm lonely. <laughs> I think you're going to talk about God of War. No. Because that also has a giant, well, it's a snake yes. that comes out of the water yes. and is nice to you. Yes. But, uh... Unlike God of War, I've I've played Undertale. I have not played God of War. I've just watched parts of God of War, which I will say is an amazing game. Like I highly like enjoyed everything I saw of it. I just haven't played through it myself. Yeah, so that one I just played, and then I was like, here, watch the story. Yay! Which is one of the, something I I do prefer sometimes with some games. Yeah. Because I'm like, I would give up. Yeah. Well, the story is very good in that one. Yes. Uh. 
It's definitely my favorite of the and, God of War games. And I have a photo with the man and his son. Yes. From E3. Last year. Yes. Um, so most of these, like, I'm one of those people, like, if I find a series that I really like, I become attached to it and I try and play all of the games for yes. it. Um, but still trying to catch up to modern day. <laughs> uh, another game I almost took back was Knights of the Old Republic 2 because I played the first or mm-hmm. the second one first and I was like I can't figure out this game how like the mechanics of it doesn't make sense I don't really like it and then I thought you know what I'm gonna give it one more shot I'm gonna so I restarted the game I was only like maybe an hour in mm-hmm. if that uh and I just started over and really paid attention to how to play it and then I was like oh, okay I like this and then it became one of my favorite games ever 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 one of my favorite games ever, and it has one of the best twists in video game or anything history. Uh, but that's for the first one because yes. I I played uh, after I took the second one back to Blockbuster. Yes, Blockbuster is a very big thing in my house. Uh, we didn't have a Blockbuster. We had a, a like a non-descript video store that was just around the corner that we went to, mm. and I watched the Star Wars uh, cartoons instead. Nice. Yes, I was a big fan of the Black Booster. Yes. And so I went, eventually went and got the the first game and played through that. And then eventually got the second game and beat that one. But uh, and I played the MMO, which was pretty fun too. But Knights of the Old Republic is probably my favorite storyline uh, within Star Wars lore. So that's what got me into like some more like RPG kind of stuff. Uh and playing it recently, because I figured I can play it on my Xbox One, uh, it's all, like, D&D terms. It's all, like, con-saving throws and decks, <laughs> and, like, it does all that stuff for you while you're playing, but yes. I was like, ah, yes. Another influence from the grandfather D&D, which yeah. I'm also very into now. Indeed. We've already done a podcast about that. Yes, we have. Um, one other PC game that I, I liked, because if you can't tell, I played a lot of PC before I ever did anything else, um, was Alice Madness Returns. I never played oh, yeah. the first one, um, though I have seen like a playthrough of the first one because I was curious, but the second one, I just, it, it was one of those things where like, Alice looked like the cool kid I wanted to be, and it was dark and gritty and just like weird, and I just really enjoyed it, and it was an Alice in Wonderland story that was like, so odd, and I just really liked it. it. I always wanted to play it, but I never got to. Yeah, I, that's one of my, like, top cosplay things, is Alice in one of her really cool outfits. Nice. With her vorpal blade! <laughs> uh, so, I think I mentioned last time my history with Lord of the Rings and that, how convoluted it was. Yes. Uh, but the... Two Towers and Return of the King games have to mention because they were really awesome, and especially for being movie tie-in games. Um, they were super solid. I remember renting it and then getting Two Towers and eventually Return of the King, which was really fun uh, because you could uh, play with two players. Ooh, two players. Yeah, which that made that one a lot more fun. And uh, I like the Third Age game, which stole heavily from Final Fantasy. Like, the battle system in it is straight up from Final Fantasy uh, X and X-2. Which, X-2 was the first Final Fantasy game I technically played. I only watched someone play the beginning of Final Fantasy X. 
but yes, surprise, surprise, Kingdom Hearts got me into Final Fantasy because it's a mix with Final Fantasy. Whoa, revelation. And so then I went back and played a lot of the other ones. Uh, but yes, I do love Final Fantasy very, very dearly. I am aware. Um, another um, game that I played once with like one of my friends and then uh, I was randomly given it to me in college someone was like someone in my dorm room was like hey do you have a ps2 i was like yeah and i something i just assumed he was going to ask to borrow it or something he was like do you want this and i was like sure i've been looking for this game forever and so uh a lot of friday nights in my dorm room was consisting of a lot of ice cream and simpsons road rage <laughs> which we've played together yes and the the driving mechanics of that game are so weird. <laughs> They're supposed to be kind of dumb, and because it's basically a ripoff of Crazy Taxi, which is like the same yep. thing, and it's just like silly and stupid and fun and get people to point A to point B and knock over stuff while you're and going. don't fall down the chasm which you can't get out of. Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was. I think we've gone through most of my childhood now. Now I'm getting older. Well, I'm. I have a few left for getting older before we'll finish up with just all the rest of yours. <laughs> um, I really liked uh, Alien Isolation. I. That's one that if they made it into a movie, I want to be in it because it was so cool. I just really liked the mechanics, and it was at the height of like my interest in Alien the franchise, and I. The fact that you're, like, sneaking around everything, it was the perfect amount of, like, jump scare versus, like, just tension building. And I just loved walking around the space station and how it was so new tech but old tech. And, like, a lot of the game mechanics in that are just really, really, like, pretty and interesting. And, yeah, I just, I really want to play her in a movie. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Let's reboot Alien again and do this one, this storyline. Do it. We'll get that to the ears of someone who wants to make a movie. <laughs> uh, also another one I did not get to play. Yeah. But definitely will at some point. It's definitely worth it. I think you will get frustrated. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, so I ended up trading uh, one of my Pokemon games to my friend for this game because he showed it to me and I tried it out. I was like, this is great. Uh, Golden Sun which has some of the best dungeon work I've ever seen. Ooh. Like with puzzles within dungeons and that sort of stuff. Uh, it's a really underrated series. It's a uh, JRPG and you go and do dungeons and you use what's called synergy, which is how you, it's like your little magic things. And it's a lot of like, you summon a hand that like pushes and pulls and moves stuff around. and Like a big beast hand? Yes. Essentially it's a big beast hand uh, and use that for puzzle solving and stuff. Ooh. And the story is really cool, and I was not expecting that game to be as good as it was, but it's amazing. Ooh, good to know. Yeah. That's cute. I never finished the one they made for the DS, because so I got stuck, but uh, really solid series. Really, really good. Um, speaking of really solid series, I've only actually played one of the games, but I'm very obsessed with it. The Witcher. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, the evidence is everywhere in this room. Uh, it took me a long time, because I saw it winning all of these awards, and it kept beating Bloodborne, and so I had this little bit of 
kind of mm, towards it. Uh, but then I played it, and it actually took me a couple tries to really sink into it because I do like a play like an hour, and I'm like, ah, I'm I'm not really interested. And then I finally gave it the really solid go at it. And then I just kept playing it, and next thing you know, I have all the trophies and all the things. And I was like, whoop, there went lots and lots of time. Um, so we watched uh, this YouTube series called Girlfriend Reviews. Um, and so I introduced that to someone at work. And he like he watched the one that I sent him, which was, I think, the one about uh, Mario Odyssey. But he also watched the one about The Witcher. And just like two days ago... We had a whole conversation about the insertion of, like, other games inside games and because of the thing about, oh, why are you playing Pokemon cards inside your game? <laughs> because Gwent is so much of this game. Yeah. It's completely optional. You never have to really touch it as part of the story. But I've seen you do it so much. Oh, yes. And I am a good Gwent player. Yes. And so it was just one of those things where we were just laughing about the fact that, like, it, it's so true. You just see someone playing The Witcher, but then you see them take like five hours playing Gwent. And you're like, but, but, but the magic quest. Yes. Why are you playing magic instead of doing magic? That's why there's an article released, uh, like a joke article that was like, the filming of The Witcher, like the production schedule of The Witcher got delayed because Henry Cowell kept doing too many side quests. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming... That was largely Gwent-based side quests. But that's actually how I got into the game. Yeah. I mean, I'm was not surprised. Because, well, because they, um, for the second DLC pack, they released uh, a code for the, the DLC and then a physical set of Gwent decks. Mm -hmm. And so I just bought that. And I was like, I'm going to learn how to play this card game. And so I bought that before I even had the game. So Gwent, I knew about Gwent before I even played Witcher. Which does not surprise me in the least. But it's cool. Grand is cool. Witcher is cool. We're going to try to cosplay it sometime. Yeah. Because you have dark hair and you could be Yennefer. Yes, that's the entire and reason. And I do not have white hair and I want to be Geralt anyway. Well, you haven't gotten to the part in Critical Role where they do a Halloween episode. I have seen I have seen the picture. Of Matt Mercer in full Geralt. Oh, yes. It's great. It's great. I like it better than Henry Cavill. Yeah. And I'm sure that uh, Matt could do the voice. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, but since I did mention Bloodborne, I will say that uh, before that, I had never played any of the Dark Souls games because I was afraid. My friend was like, oh, come on, just play it. Because was, that was when Demon Souls came out. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, I do not... I get very angry at games. I have the potential to get very angry at games. And I do not want to throw one into the TV. I mean, I've seen you rage at Dark Souls. Yes, I would... I have never thrown anything, and I never planned to throw anything. Uh, but Bloodborne was the first one I played, and it's my favorite because uh, the grind, it's like, Bloodborne, I never really got mad at it very much because it, you might have to grind a little bit, but um, it's a lot faster of a game, it's more aggressive, and uh, most of the bosses in that game you can get you can you can deal with pretty easily if you just you just might have to go back and level up a little bit, which is which is fine in my book, uh, but with the exception of one DLC boss, I never summoned any help, mostly because I played offline and so I didn't even know about that side of the game, but uh, yeah, that is 
that is a really good game. I'm very much looking forward to a sequel for that. Yeah. So, if you want to talk about, like, big adventurous games that I like, well, my favorite is most likely Bioshock Infinite. Like, if you want to talk about, like, random side quests and all that kind of stuff, I, I just, I love the characters in that game. I The DLC was really cool. Like, all all the themes in that game, other than, like, I always preface with the fact that, like, Bioshock as a series has some issues that I, like, are not my favorite, but as a series, I still just love it because it it's such a smart game, and its storylines and thematic, like, execution is so top-notch, and Elizabeth is one of my favorite people ever, and I just want to be her sometimes. So, uh, that one... So when I got my 360 the next day, I have a tradition of buying games the next day after I get a no. console. Uh, and so I bought... I think you've upgraded, though, and you started doing it day of. Yes, <laughs> I did. It started with the PS3. Uh, I think the 360 was the last time I did that. But uh, I bought a little, couple little indie games, uh, got the orange box one day. That was, like I think, maybe the day after. So I had to wait another day uh, because they... I don't remember why I couldn't... I think I might have gotten... I think I got Orange Box Day Of and then uh, got the other games the next day. But anyway, those games were little indie games called Assassin's Creed, Mass Effect, and Bioshock. Wow. Yes. You're not a triple-A game kind of person at all. No, no, I am not. Uh, but Bioshock, the first one... Talk about another great twist. Yep, that, that's a great... That was not spoiled I mean, that, for me. That whole series is really good about that. Yeah. Uh, I think the first one's probably my favorite still, just as far as, like, complete game and everything. Well, the third um, one's my favorite because that's the one I know I knew first. I might have a different opinion otherwise, but, like, I... That, oh, I just love it so much. And then you have the big daddies that are so creepy. I want to build a big daddy. That would be fun. <laughs> Do it! I just need space. But, uh, yes, the other one, Assassin's Creed, that yep. I got. Uh, I have followed that series very much ever since. Oh, I know. It's staring at me. Yep. All the little characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, the latest one is one of my favorites in the series, so it's it's had its ups and downs. Uh, I've mostly stuck with it. I mean, I've stuck with it even... like I, I like a lot of the games that other people don't. I understand the issues that some people have, but... It's it's a solid one for me, and it's one of those I'm like, I always find my way back to you. The other ones I I really like. If you haven't, if you can't tell, I really like adventure games. No. Uh, so I really like, uh, and I also like superheroes. No. So I really enjoy the Batman Arkham games and uh, the latest Spider-Man game. I really like the the movie ones, uh, specifically one and two. I like Spider-Man 2 a lot, but the new one is by far the best. It was really cool, the parts that I saw. Um, and the Batman Arkham games, well, I mean, they pretty much invented a new battle system, and a lot of games have tried to copy it, and I'm not mad about it. Because even though I can clearly see that they're, I mean, they're under Warner Brothers, so they're like, we're just going to copy and paste this onto something else. I'm okay with that. I really like the battle system. I'll take it. Uh, like... Shadow of Mordor and uh, Mad Max. Yep. I'm just like, I'm 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 not mad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think Arkham City was cool. definitely my favorite of those, but yeah, those uh, those really I 
really like them because they make you feel like the superheroes yeah. uh, as far as like Batman and Superman. Um, but another adventure series that I would be remiss if I did not speak of is Uncharted. Ooh, back to Naughty Dog. Yes. Those games are like top-notch storytelling. If they just put it and like worked it into like a CG movie, I'd be cool with that. At least until they let me play Nathan Drake. And then <laughs> then all will be well. Uh, speaking of Naughty Dog, I, I want to mention The Last of Us. Yes. Which is like a like a game that just like hit me in the field so hard and it has so many of my favorite voice actors in it and I'm so excited for the next one. It's it's just like I enjoy that world and the way that they built it and the connection that they formed that even the dead daughter trope didn't bother me too bad. Yeah, the well the the way like the zombies are they're not really zombies and they're it just it's different and it's more mature and it's it was definitely a new direction for them. and Yeah, and I wonder how many times a day Ellen Page gets told, why can't you be Ellie? <laughs> She's like, well, if they ever make the movie, oh, wait, no, I'm too old oh, now. Yep. <laughs> I've been too old forever. Yep. Uh, but another one that has a really great story uh, is Red Dead. Oh, yeah. Both Red Dead Redemptions. I Well, I played... Red Dead Revolver way back when on PS2. And so when they were making another one, I'm like, ooh, that's cool. No, we don't feel bad about giving you Red Dead prisons. <laughs> and then playing Red Dead Redemption, I was like, oh, this is very different and very much better than Red Dead Revolver. Although that game was really good. Yeah. Uh, they just, learned and grew. Well, it just they used their GTA formula, which really works for them in this setting. And just the, the story and, like... The way the characters are written, everything is super top notch. Even in the second one as well, like they're just masterful storytellers because they've learned, like with Uncharted and Last of Us, it's all about the nuance. And mm-hmm. this is we are in the age of nuanced characters in video games, which is super cool. And like even somebody is just like Rah! as Kratos can be nuanced and yeah. have character development yeah. and super cool. Speaking of CPQ, I really liked uh, Soma, which was, I, I don't know, I think you downloaded it for the PlayStation Plus. Yeah, because it was a free one. And yep. Then... Um, I love that game. It, it's one of those ones where, like, the thematic elements, the, like, the emotional arc of that story and just, like, the, the concepts that it, like, covers is so interesting to me. Like, I, like... Just from a pure storyline perspective, I just was so captivated by, like, the questions it was asking and the points it was trying to make. I think I made an entire... I know we keep talking about other videos, but hey, we like things. Um, I made an entire video talking about teleportation and, like, a big, like, fact that Soma goes along with my opinions on teleportation and why I don't like it. Um, and, yeah, I just really liked Soma. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. I need to play it. I'll, I'll get there. I think it was... Was it Soma 2? That, or is it just one? It's just one. Okay. I'm thinking of, like, Dota 2? <laughs> I think you're thinking of Dota. Okay. Uh, I have two left. Okay. Go ahead. What do you have left? Go ahead. Okay, you're going to finish out? So, a uh, good thing to mention is... I Like, I think is obvious is I like games with storyline. And one of my favorites that was more recent that I, like, got really attached to characters and storyline was A Night in the Woods. And it's just like, you have May and B and all the friends, and there's like... Did you finish it? 
Um, most, yes. I haven't gotten all the endings, which is what I want. Um, and so there's like little mini games where you like play in the band and like all that kind of stuff. And you can go and talk to people for so long. And you, there's like all these people you can stop and talk to and have like little sub stories for. And it's, it's, oh, I just really like it a lot. And it, it's one of those ones that I feel like the feels, those kind of stories more than like action and all that. It, it's a good one for that. And also the characters are really cute. And I really want to make a plush may, but I don't know what kind of fabric to use because I have a blanket that would do really well, but I don't want to kill the blanket. <laughs> it's my like blue fleece blanket. Which is all goes to show that it's not surprising that you prefer the role playing part uh, when doing D and D. No, I like story. <laughs> like it's 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 this constant struggle I've had with video games, which was I like the story sometimes more than I like actual gameplay. Which is why like I part of the way I got back into games was through Let's Players and all that. So some of my like favorite things are influenced by what I saw on things like YouTube. Um, I usually have to be the hands-on guy. I have to be the one playing it. Well, see, that's why we're perfect, because you can play it and I can get all my story. Yeah. <laughs> Though I do like actually playing games, and the last one I wanted to mention was the one that Casey has given me an addiction for, which is Overwatch. I really like Overwatch. Yeah. I am addicted to Overwatch. I play it to make me happy, even when I'm frustrated because I keep dying. And so it's become like, it's the first game like it that I've ever liked. I'm not a first person shooter. I'm not a, you know, play with online people or other people person. I'm not a let me try to aim at things person and all that, but I really like Overwatch. And here we are. And here we are. Uh, well, the characters are it's just super fun. Yeah. I think I like the mix of like silly and just fun yeah because it's got some like serious themes in the in like the the lore of it and everything yeah but then you have hamsters in wrecking balls yes uh so the one i wanted to close with is one of my favorite series and i have an interesting uh history with it uh which is metal gear oh yeah uh so which we waited in line for yes my neighbor got um when he got his PS3, he got it with Metal Gear Solid 4. And he wasn't really able to play M games yet, but uh, it came with it. And so I convinced his mom to let him get it with that because it was the only bundle they had. Um, and so we played a little bit of 4. It was super cinematic. And then I realized how long game cutscenes could be <laughs> sometimes. Uh, and so I played... That's why you see, like, the movie. Yes. And so I played the fourth one first, uh, which was, like, supposed to be the conclusion of everything. And I played that one first, but that was what I had access to. Uh, but I played that one and really enjoyed it. I remember like getting to the end, and I was like, hmm, these cutscenes are going a long time. I feel like I should maybe like go get some food or popcorn or something. But I was like, no, I think it's almost over. And uh, the ending is about an hour and a half of cutscenes. So I basically had a movie. I just watched a movie with occasionally pressing buttons here and there. But uh, I eventually went back and played the other ones. Uh, in the series and it's just it's just ridiculous some of the things are ridiculous in storytelling but you buy it and it has like the box yes uh, but so many things were so innovative like the psychomantis fight in the first one uh just what a what a genius mind hideo kojima has and those like all of the main series games are 
Uh, even some of the like the handheld ones like Peace Walker and Portable Ops, like they're all super amazing games, and um, they just tell game they they tell the story of the game in a very unique way, and it's there's a there's a good reason it's so popular. Like the characters and just the way everything, the structure of everything is just so unique and epic and. Yeah, I think it's easily one of the best game series ever made. Done. Deal. So, yay! Yay! Games! games. I like talking about games. I, I like know. playing games. Thanks for letting me have this for my birthday. You're welcome. I mean, you're the reason I play so many more games now. Yes, I had a hand in that. You had a wallet in that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I helped you get a Switch and a PS4. Yes, with out my knowledge ever nope but it's good that's the idea of presents for you not to know yes and unfortunately i can never return the thing because you will buy it yourself as we've discussed but that was our history with video games <laughs> video games history <laughs> i hope that you enjoyed it please let us know what games you've played as a kid or what games you really enjoy now i'm sure a lot of you are game people given our audience base and we will talk to you hopefully next week yeah where you will hear us we will not hear you and we will not be seen by anyone but we would like to hear from you yes with hashtag talk to me bb bye bye bb